that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, good afternoon. It's that special touch of God's excellence in you. I'm Carol Stanley, and we are here on KLAY 1180 on your AM dial or KLAY1180.com anywhere in the world. So I'm so glad you're here. It's, you know what, our weather has turned. It's fall all of a sudden. I remember going out yesterday morning and, uh, you know, just expecting the how it's been for the last few weeks, and oh my goodness, it was chilly Willie and I thought okay fall is here it's really on its way and it happens fast usually when it when it does decide to come it'll warm up in the day but you know the, the mornings is when you really know it in the evenings so at any rate here in the Seattle greater Seattle area in Tacoma Lakewood to be exact uh, Washington we are experiencing a little precipitation today and we haven't had any for a very long time in fact a record-breaking uh, number of days, and I've forgotten exactly what that number is, but a record number breaking, a break, a record breaking number of days where we haven't had the precipitation, and all of a sudden we are getting a little liquid sunshine today. So it's it's a delight to be here with you, and I hope today I hope you got a cup of warm tea as opposed to your iced tea, and uh, you're just kind of sidling up and ready to experience a really nice afternoon. Just you and me, and we have a wonderful guest, Ashley Hernandez, today. And we're going to have a wonderful chat, beautiful young woman who has been on the mission field and is just a delight to talk to. So she will bless your heart, and we will have a nice chat with her a little bit later. Right now, as per normal on Sunday afternoons, I want to uh, share with you Jesus Calling. Again, this is my favorite devotional out of all the ones I have because it's like, God's reading my mail every time I pick this book up. It's just really cool. So this is what today says. You will not find me, or pardon me, you will not find my peace by engaging in excessive planning. Who among you out there are great planners? You know, I many of us are great planners. We get so into our heads. Again, it's me now talking, but it's we get so into our heads that we wind up you know, kind of missing, really missing God in the whole process. So he says, you will not find my peace by engaging in excessive planning, attempting to control what will happen to you in the future. That is is a commonly practiced form of unbelief. When your mind spins with multiple plans, peace may sometimes seem to be within your grasp, yet it always eludes you. Just when you think you have prepared for all possibilities, something unexpected pops up and throws things into total confusion. I did not design the human mind to figure out the future. That is beyond your capability. I crafted your mind for continual communication with me. Bring me all your needs, your hopes and your fears. Commit everything into my care. Turn from the path of planning to the peace or the path of peace with me, your God. And that was taken from 1 Peter 5, 6, 7, which says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety and care on him, because he cares for you. I love that scripture. 
This one is now Proverbs 16, 9 says, In his heart a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. Isn't that true? We, we make all these plans, but in, in the end, God is the one who orders our steps and makes it all come together. And then Psalm 37, 5 says, Commit your ways to the Lord, trust always in him, and he shall bring it to pass. You know, there are so many promises in scripture scripture is loaded with promises uh and we can stand on those we can take those home if you will and know that that we know that we know that he absolutely fulfills on his promises to us uh it's just so important in um let's see it's jeremiah 29 11 it basically says that he loves you he has a plan for you and he wants you to seek him with all your heart because he does have a plan in the future and to give you hope you know we don't do so well without hope we must have hope in life and god knows that uh, i was talking with a lovely woman last week as you all might remember uh and the thing that um, the thing that we were talking about that I that that's kind of sparked my brain again is Victor Frankl uh, was one of her very favorite um, writers, and he of course survived the German uh, concentration camps, and he went on. He survived, and so he went on to really incredibly encourage other people. Uh, his whole thing, his whole process in life. He is a psychologist, uh, but a neuroscientist as well, and a um, psychiatrist, I guess I should say. Anyway, uh, Victor discovered the secret. He was a man of faith, and he discovered the secret of peace and of, and again, that subject matter of peace with God. You must continue to have hope, and you must continue to see a future. He did not know if his wife and children were, would survive, and of course they did not. But the memory of them and the hope that he had in his heart for life to continue uh, was incredibly profound for him and pro, uh, in, incredibly, it created hope that absolutely he could uh, endure anything. And that's true for all human beings. He was not unique in that, but he did discover that that is an absolute Meaning of life, absolute prime thing is to always have hope. And the only way we can have that truly is with a faith in God that he is there, that he has our back, that his promises are true, etc. And uh, so anyway, that is just, you know, it was, um, I love, I loved exploring Victor's life because Victor Frankl was an amazing man that, and again, just the fact that he survived what he did was something horrific but such encouragement to the rest of us and so he went on then to really to really encourage people and and again you know God will take anything in our lives and we may think that it's terrible we may even have shame around it but it doesn't matter because he is the author of everything he knows it all and he will absolute turn everything and anything for good into good and that's really, really an important truth to hang on to. Uh, that, again, God is in control 
and all things turn for good. And all, our job is to basically lay it down at his feet and say, here it is. And let, allow him to um, really teach you and, and have you go forward and learn and grow from the whole, the whole experience. Something I want to remind you of again is the same kind of Difference as Me movie coming out October 20th. This is an incredible movie. The story of Ron, um, let's see, what's Ron's last name? Oh, good grief, Carol. Um, 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 doesn't matter. It, it, you'll, you'll find out in the movie. The thing is that Ron, uh, Greg Kinnear, or Kin, oh boy, I'm having trouble today, guys. Anyway, Greg Kinnear plays the lead role of Ron. Ron Hall is the guy's name. I knew my brain would kick in. Do you ever have those days where your brain just kind of says goodbye for a few seconds and then it returns? Um, it happens to all of us. Anyway, and Renee Zellweger plays his wife. This is an incredible story, true story, of uh, a big financial wizard guy in Texas who, through the love of his wife and, and her passion for the homeless, winds up hooking up, hooking up herself and him up with this in this wonderful I mean gigantic man who had happened to be a homeless guy but he was God had his hand all over this guy and it was an amazing 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 story of how their lives intertwine and it will bless you let me tell you I met this guy in Texas and what a what an incredible man uh Ron Hall is, but the gentleman who uh, he hooked up with in the homeless situation, I mean, oh my goodness. Uh, and they wrote they wrote the book, Same Kind of Different as Me. And of course, that's, that is some of the language, if you will, of the gentleman uh, in the homeless camp. And it's just, I don't know how to describe it to you, but we saw the clips, and it is such an incredible story. I just have to keep advertising it because I want you to go see it, and I want you, we'll have a, we'll have a time where you can call in and, and uh, share your thoughts. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful story. You know what? We're going to take a quick break here and have some commercial uh, in, input, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. FLCC or Family Life Community Church is a great church where they love God, love people, and love life. FLCC is a family church where friends are family and family is first. Join them this Sunday at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. And remember, there's children's ministry from 0 to 6th grade. They're located at 1925 South 341st Place, 
in Federal Way, Washington, or fl-cc.com. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Have you experienced a lot of anti-aging claims with no results? Do you struggle with brain fog? Can't find your keys? Do you have low energy at times? I invite you to experience a revolutionary breakthrough anti-aging skin and brain technology with the one and only Brenda Lee, your go-to anti-aging professional. Please call her at 206-769-1700. Again, 206-769-1700. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellency. Well, we're back, and hopefully I've got my my tongue unwrapped around my tooth. Honestly, you know how some afternoons you just can't help but have issues. <laughs> so it's just been one of those. But you know what's so cool is we can hang together, and it's all good, right? I have an incredible guest in the studio with me today, and her name is Ashley Hernandez, what a wonderful young woman that I, I met through our church, FLCC. And so I want to introduce her to you. Welcome, Ashley. Hi. Thanks Hi. for having me. You're welcome. You know, we had a quick interview uh, when we had done International Friendship Day back in Federal Way. Yeah. But we didn't have much time, and we had a few technical difficulties, <laughs> and things were things were happening right and left. But I wanted to bring you back because I love, love, love the fact that you that you have been on the mission field. Mm -hmm. Tell me how old you are, first of all. I'm 23. 23. Still pretty young. <laughs> yeah. But you are a beautiful young woman, and uh, you've been raised with uh, appreciation and love for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your walk with the Lord. When did you really, for yourself, you know, parents can lead a, a kid oh, to, yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> to the trough, but they can't make him drink, right? Oh, that's so true. It is. And so tell me, tell me when you actually, you know, had... Decided to take on Jesus Christ for real. Okay, yeah. I was a junior in college. Mm. I was probably 20. It, You know, it's funny. It's so true. My parents are loving, strong, devoted Christians, but, and I always believed in God, but it wasn't until I was in college and I had to face Jesus myself, and yeah. I had to really just commit my heart. That's when things changed is when it became personal. And when at my lowest, God met me there, yeah. you know, when I didn't have much anymore. And he just met me there, and it was everything changed for me, everything. And I just started to pursue him passionately, and I knew the plans he had were the plans I wanted, and the fulfillment he had for me is the fulfillment I wanted because I couldn't find it anywhere else. I was searching for so long. Yeah. I think, but and you know, you'll say, you say that. So I want you to because again, we've got people listening mm -hmm. that some of whom maybe know the Lord like you and I do. But the thing is, is that we really want to encourage them. So you said to me, everything changed. Mm -hmm. What 
give me more explanation of what was that like? Yeah, um, so I faced a lot of depression and anxiety and loneliness, especially in college. Um, every night just felt dark. And what changed was, you know, I didn't even know where to find myself. My identity just kind of diminished within the world. And I woke up one morning, and I stopped going to church for quite a while. And I woke up one morning, I decided to go back to church. And I walked into church, and I remember feeling such peace mm. in my heart, such love in my heart. And I knew it's hard. It's like I came home. It, it's different, and it was different. It was a than, lot different than what you had before. Oh yeah. yeah, I knew religion, I knew about God, but I never knew intimacy with Him. Yeah, yeah. And so when I came to Him, and I walked through the doors, and I, it's like I met Him for the first time. I met Jesus for the first time. So such peace and love entered my heart, and that's when things just switched. And I was like, nothing in the world offers what Jesus can offer. Yeah. And so. I know I was, um, I had accepted the Lord when I was 13, but I had a recommitment uh, of my life in a whole new way when I was about 28. Mm. And that's when everything changed for mm. me, big time. When I was 13 and went forward and accepted Jesus, uh, that was, it was a great thing that I, I mean, oh my gosh. And yes, I knew that he had come into my heart mm -hmm. and I knew that he that he was that I was saved and I knew that he was there for me but I didn't get to know him yet yeah you know I mean I experienced his uh, love for me and I my head knew that okay I was now a for sure a Christian but it wasn't till I had been married and had a, a few children and was oh my goodness I was pursuing my career and and my husband then all of a sudden decided that it, that church wasn't his deal, and it my whole world got turned upside down. Mm -hmm. And so I found myself on my knees, totally recommitting my life to the mm -hmm. Lord in a whole new way. And it was, you know, I and again, I encourage people, just get real with him. I was on my knees and kind of yelling, really. Mm -hmm. I was saying, okay, I remember the incredible light at the end of the tunnel when I was 13, but I, you know, I've got all these messages coming to me that, you know, and are you real? And so if you are real, Lord, please just show mm -hmm. up. And mm -hmm. oh my goodness, did he ever. Mm -hmm. Holy mackerel. Uh, I was pursuing modeling and, and different things at the time, and I wanted to really go back out on the Broadway stage. And Marnie Nixon, who was my favorite voice teacher of all time, for me, uh, she was very famous and has now passed, but she was she was the voice for uh, Natalie Wood in West Side Story, and she did King and I mm -hmm. uh, for with Deborah Carr in the movie and so forth. Anyway, very lovely, lovely, very famous woman. Well, anyway, um, she was really pushing me to go back into my you know, my Broadway field and, and back out on stage. And I, I kind of wanted to do that, but I wanted more. I wanted to I wanted to be where God wanted me to be, certainly. And then, you know what happened? God took my husband and sent him to Harvard. <laughs> and then all he wanted to do was come home and take care of the home fire. So it, it's amazing how God does have our back, no matter. Oh, yeah. But it, but it changed my life. When mm. My point was when I recommitted, you know, on my knees, I, at 28, just, you know, kind of yelling and talking to him for real, you know, just kind of gut level. He really showed up in that he altered my life by sending my husband to Harvard. 
then I met a beautiful woman called uh, Jerry Williamson, who's who literally was like a an angel godmother person to me because she gave me my first amplified Bible, and I absolutely fell in love with this person of Jesus mm-hmm. in John in the whole book of John. Uh, it just it it just yeah just altered my life. I couldn't get enough of him you know, through the word and so forth. But anyway, so back to enough about me, back (laughs) to you. So you really came into this personal relationship also. Yeah, Yeah. it took, at the time, I was 20 and I met Jesus and I knew he had a lot to offer. And so I started going back to church and I started just seeking him and I found YWAM. So I decided to do YWAM and that got me into missions. Explain for our audience what YWAM is. YWAM is Youth with a Mission. It's all over the world. They're almost in every country. And what you do is um, you do a discipleship training school. So you go in three months. I went to New Zealand. I spent three months in New Zealand, and you uh, have a speaker each week and a topic, and you just learn about the character of God, and you just learn. You just get so personal, intimate. And then after those three months, you spend two months uh, doing missions somewhere. Ooh. I went to the Philippines, but you can go anywhere. Some people come to the U.S. Some people go to Samoa, uh, sure. wherever, Italy. Um, and then you just do missions and you just show the love of God. And um, so I end up doing that. And that in itself was just. What does it mean? Again, I'm my, my ears are always tuned for the listener. What does it mean to go to missions? Yes, it depending. So discipleship training school has different kind of uh, streams. They call them streams. So I did a medical compassion mm-hmm. stream. Okay. There's a lot of other different streams. So depending on which stream you pick kind of shapes what your missions looks like. So a stream would be a... Uh, what a method of of what interacting with other people from other other cultures, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, and so for medical compassion, we learned a lot of first aid and just medical for people who just don't have any. Yeah. Wherever they are, they just don't have it, um, and you just learn every once a week. You get together with all the medical compassion people, and you just learn wound care, hygiene, and how to explain it in a biblical way and also how to explain it in a simple way so people who've never, because some countries, some people, they don't know to bathe every day. They Mm -hmm. don't know to brush their teeth. Mm -hmm. And to explain the importance of that and just get the knowledge and also the love behind it and the importance of taking care of your body and how important that is and how Christ wants you to do that. So we just learn how to, to communicate and just love on those people and just share the valuable information that they need. And um, so that was like my school's focus and what we did. And we'd go out and I went to the Philippines and the first week was just clinics Mm. where we'd serve people and we'd pray for people and just love on people and um, do whatever we could for them. And so it's just really cool that if you have an interest in something, whatever it is, and if you because uh, YWAM is really good. If you Whatever your interest is, you can seek that out, and you can see how you can use it in medicine, whether it's you like water sports, you like hiking, camping, pioneering, um, medicine. You know, you can go and you can seek that out. If you have a heart for adventure, YWAM has a school for that. 
And so you can seek that out and see what you can do for people in the mission field. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So, okay, so uh, it, what you're telling me is that it doesn't matter what my interest is, YWAM can serve my interest and help me to know how to use that in a, in a uh, outreach way. Yes. Okay, yes. cool, 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 yeah. cool. So tell me some of the things that really astounded you when you were on the mission field with, uh, in Philippines with the medical side. Well, one thing was the healing power of God. Wow. You know, when you don't have the interesting thing about my team is they uh, were not none of us were medical professionals. We were the only medical team that went out but had no medical professionals. We just had our basic wound care um, knowledge and first aid knowledge. And so um, the power of prayer is mighty, especially when you just go out and your heart is to just show the love of God. Because when Mm. you go out and you just pray and you just want to show that God sees them in the Philippines, they see them in this village in the hut God yeah. sees them and he wants to heal them and he wants to love them. So the power of prayer and just and the fact that God is a healing God. Yes, he sure is. And the thing too is you you brought up a really incredible point, Ashley, and that is that a very basic human need is to be seen, mm-hmm. is to be acknowledged. Oh yeah. is to be accepted. And and so when 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 you were sharing that, it's not only were you ex- exhibiting that to them, but you were helping them to see that, oh, my goodness, God is for real. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely for real mm-hmm. and does show up. He does. So continue, please. Yeah. Well, God's, you know, as a Christian, people look to you to see God. They look to you to see Jesus. That's what we are. We're called to just show yes. that Jesus, God is real. He wants to meet you where you're at. And so it's just amazing that um, going out and with medicine, I spent some time in an orphanage. Most of the time was in an orphanage. Mm. Um, the simplest things that you can do for someone can mean the world. You know, mm. reaching out and praying for someone can yes. mean the world because it's just showing that God cares. God wants to be intimate. God wants to meet you where you're at, wherever that is. And so... It's just beautiful that in the small things that God just really wants to show up and just blow someone's mind. <laughs> how, how did how, well? How did you see some of that mind-blowing healing and and showing up, if you will? Um. So we had some amazing. I remember the first healing I started to see. This woman came up to us, and she wanted medicine because mm. she had a a really awful wound on her foot that just was not healing, it was infected. And she wanted medicine to take home. And the thing is, we weren't allowed to give any medicine away and oh, wow. we or any like ointment or anything because we also didn't, we didn't have much and we just weren't allowed to. And so we told her that and she was really, she was just bummed, she was sad that she sure, couldn't have sure. anything. But we're like, we can pray for you, let mm-hmm. us pray for you. So one thing we can do. Well, I have a question, quick mm-hmm. question. Uh, and we're going to take a break in a minute. But my question to you is this. what? Why could you not give medical uh, medicine to her? Because there was no medical staff on, um, on your team? There was no medical staff. One of the, Well, we met a doctor from New Zealand there. Yeah. And one of the big things is um, in the village we were at, we they really wanted us to help them to go see a doctor. Ah. They didn't want it to be 
missionaries come in, they instantly try to, you know, we give them some remedy. We want them to teach them how to, like, seek out help and seek out doctors if something's going on, because a lot of them won't. They'll Got just it. stay. Right. Well, yeah. I'm, forgive me for interrupting you, but we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, let's really get into this. Okay. okay. Go get your tea warmed up and come right back. Bye-bye. We'll see you in a few. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. FLCC, or Family Life Community Church, is a great church where they love God, love people, and love life. FLCC is a family church where friends are family and family is first. Join them this Sunday at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. And remember, there's children's ministry from 0 to 6th grade. They're located at 1925 South 341st Place in Federal Way, Washington or fl-cc.com. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Have you experienced a lot of anti-aging claims with no results? Do you struggle with brain fog? Can't find your keys? Do you have low energy at times? I invite you to experience a revolutionary breakthrough anti-aging skin and brain technology with the one and only Brenda Lee, your go-to anti-aging professional. Please call her at 206-769-1700. Again, 206-769-1700. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That we're back with uh, Ashley Hernandez, and uh, gosh, we were just right in the middle of, of some really good stuff. Uh, she was sharing about being on the mission field in with YWAM in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and you were amongst one of the teams that had no medical professional, but right. you guys had been trained certainly very well in first aid and, mm-hmm. and so forth. So we were talking before we had to break, we were talking about the fact that this woman came up and was bummed that she couldn't have any medicine to take home with her. So how did you deal with that? So we explained to her that we just couldn't give her any medicine. And and why was that again? Because they really wanted to, in this particular village, we were told um, that we need to help get them to seek out a doctor, get them to seek out help, because they'll attend, even with injuries, they'll just leave it. And it'll get infected and just worse. So they really wanted um, us to just encourage them to just seek out a doctor in that area. So we couldn't give her anything, um, but we just told her we could pray for her. (laughs) And we're like, we can pray for you. And she said, okay, okay, sure. 
So my team got around and we were just started praying for her and just declared healing. Wow. And just the love, just for God's love to just show up. And it blew my mind. It was one of the first, I think this was the first day of our um, clinics. And to see, I had to blink a few times to see the wounds start to close wow. up. <clears throat> and just for God to just show up, just start healing this woman. Um, and so we prayed and then mm. we just told her that God loved her, God was with her, and she left. But, you know, it just shows the power of God that he'll show up. So so you actually witnessed this yeah. this wound mm-hmm. heal before your very eyes. Yes. Wow. Yes. It didn't close completely, but started. You could see it starting to just shrink. Wow, 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 wow. And I, at first, was just, is this real? Is this my own eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but I knew God was just there, and he was, yeah, he he was healing was. her wounds. Wow, 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 wow. Well, it, again, it was a not only an incredible testimony to you guys, but to her, obviously, mm-hmm. of the power of God. You know, it, it's so interesting to me, and I don't know quite why this is, but... We ex- we can experience healing anytime, anywhere from God. Mm-hmm. He sometimes chooses to use doctors and, mm-hmm. you know, the medical yeah. industry. But sometimes in certain situations, you know, it's absolutely his will and, and appropriate that he just intervene and flat out heal you, just like he did when you walked the earth. Yeah. You know, he and he didn't heal everybody. You know, that's the interesting thing. Um, I was listening to a, a preacher on the radio the other day and it's interesting that God didn't heal everybody but he's so you know he has purpose in everything he does and it is not for us to say well why didn't you heal everybody you know he has purpose in everything and uh, so you know it but anyway it's it's just cool to see those things what else might you have what else did you see (laughs) oh um my team saw some legs grow wow saw legs grow um which was another miraculous healing. and So what were the circumstances around that? One was during a clinic, mm-hmm. and I believe it was this gentleman, the last gentleman uh, we were just praying with, and there were a few of my teammates surrounded around him praying mm. and just declaring for healing and his legs grow because he is just walking strange. And... I was sitting in a chair and I was just watching and I just kept praying for him and I was just encouraging and declaring God's healing. Mm. And so, uh, his leg just, his leg grew back and that was, and it was just amazing. It actually extended. Yeah. Yeah. So you watched that happen. Yeah. I know I've heard of other missionaries on the field, uh, experiencing that as Mm -hmm. well. And in different, you know, venues, uh, where God, you know, did some, that, that kind of thing. And, uh, the thing is, you know what, we go, we every single day there are miracles, and we don't always notice them. Right. But God's performing miracles every day. Yes, he is. And he just, he just laid a wonderful, cool thing on you, and that you got to see yes. a pretty profound set of miracles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It is amazing to witness those. You Because, you know, you live everyday life, and not everything's just instant miracle in your life some things no, take right. time and our process with god but he's always beside you through it all but to see yeah um, it's just your faith just boosts you're just yeah. like wow because i was just gonna say so what wh- how did that whole experience change your life oh i my faith has just increased so much so much you know and 
I believe God can heal and I believe he can show up and do the miraculous and he can do it through a 23 year old woman. He can do it yes. through, yes. you know, anybody. You just got to believe it and just realize that this is all for the glory of God. And this is because God wants to show his love to people. And so mm. it's just, you know, my faith and just the mighty works of God are just incredible. I know it. It's and it's such a joy uh, to talk to you about it because uh, I, like you, have had mission experience, uh, and it's it is it's such an incredible joy to get out of our own culture and get into someone you know another country's mm-hmm. culture and really learn to integrate into that and love those people unconditionally. Yeah, like again, it's to the best of our ability, like God does because God does it beautifully and we're trying our best to love them unconditionally because that is his kind of love uh it's it just doesn't he he loves us no matter no matter yeah now I happen to know that you were at a women's conference with me yes um over the weekend and I just I I happen to love the theme of this conference which was your story matters Mm -hmm. and so on Friday night, Dr. Lillian Robertson did a beautiful job of sharing from the stage her story and a beautiful talk around your story matter matters to, to God, to it matters just straight yeah. up. So what were some of your takeaways from that conference? Uh, the big takeaway for me uh-huh. is my story is always happening I, I don't know the words for it but you in, know god it's always in process yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. things to um that god's teaching you that yes. god's working in your heart you know mm-hmm. he's healing things in your heart and the fact that you know my story and every other woman's story is so important especially to share it yes. and to just put yourself out there and realize that when you share your story, God's going to use it for his glory and he's going to work in other women's lives, other people's lives and touch their heart through your story. Absolutely. And that there's no shame, you right. know. One of the big things is God doesn't want you to have shame. Yes. You know, I one of the things that uh, Dr. Uh, Robertson brought forth is what is your story and what is your shame? Because she pointed out so beautifully the story of the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. And the woman at the well, and again, I love this story. And so, because I was working with Dr. Lillian and uh, helping, if you will, her, you know, we kind of, we collaborated to help her get her, the presentation together. And she is such a delight. Oh my Mm -hmm. goodness. She is just a beautiful, she's a fabulous woman. But anyway, it, it jazzed both of us, if you will, because what was on her heart and, my, you know, and the things that I knew I could input. But the what is your story? And so when she shared the story of the woman at the well, um, certainly she shared her own personal just brief outline of her story. But then she shared this story of the woman at the well. And the thing is so cool is this woman came to the well at noon. Mm-hmm. And the reason she came at noon was she really had a lot of shame in her life, and she didn't want she didn't want to interact with anybody else. Yeah, because all the women would come in the morning or the early evening, right, mm-hmm. when it was comfortable yeah. <laughs> to travel. And she came in the hot of the day. Now she gets now picture this: she gets to the well, 
and there's this dude standing there, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's a guy. And not only that, he's a Jewish guy. Well, yeah. she's from Samaria, and boy, that's that's like, oh my God, that's that would be like, oh, I don't even know how, because politically correctness would enter this picture. It would be like people that you, okay, it would be like Muslims and Christians, okay, in, in its truest sense, meeting at the at the well, okay? Because Samaritans did not interact with Jews, and Jews would be never be they'd be caught dead, never interacting, and men with women in particular. Yeah. So it was a no-no all the way around. So she sees him, and then they start talking, and now she's now she's got she realizes that he's trying to we're, they have a conversation about water. So first he's just a man, then he's well maybe he's a servant in her mind, right? Yeah. Then what does he do? Ashley, what does he do in this story? He tells her where she's been. Exactly. He totally opens up her life. Yes. He says, so go get your husband and come back. Yeah. And she says, oh, I haven't got a husband. And he says, absolutely. You just spoke truth, girlfriend. Yeah. And he says, you not only don't have a husband now, you, you've had five. Yeah. And the guy you're living with is not your husband. Yeah. Now he's opened up her whole story. Yeah. Her shame why she's coming at noon, why she's not interacting with people is laid out bare by yeah. a Jewish guy. Yeah. So now he's a prophet. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But then she does something very interesting. She deflects the way the story goes. Then she starts talking about, well, but what we, we, we worship here and you guys worship over there in Jerusalem and yada, yada, yada. She yeah. deflects. She starts changing the subject. But God brings her back around to the truth that he is the Messiah and the water he's offering is, is everlasting yes, and she'll eternal. never thirst again. Yeah. And then she goes back to the village and, and says, oh my God, I've met the Messiah. And she hauls all these people to, yeah. <laughs> to see Jesus. But the whole point of this is what is our shame? What mm -hmm. is our story? What is our shame, right? Yeah. And you so beautifully shared that our story is constantly evolving, mm. and there's pieces of it. Oh, I mean, you know, it, as you go in life, you're, there's going to be pieces that show up, right? Yeah. And the thing is, we never learn without stumbling and falling in some sort of a ditch. Yeah. Right? Right. And what happens in the ditch is that then you learn, you learn God's comfort in yeah. that ditch, mm -hmm. right? Yes, so true. And then, but he doesn't leave it there. He says, okay... Now, you're going to meet somebody over here down the road that has fallen or, you know, is about to fall in or maybe has fallen in a similar ditch. Right. You now have the ability and God has actually called you to this piece of giving them the comfort. Yeah. Because you've they will listen. You have credibility now because you have had a similar experience. Yes. You know, and only only someone who has has those moccasins on can really minister to somebody with similar moccasins. Yes. And so it's a beautiful thing that, that we not only learn by falling in the ditch and, and feel God's comfort, but now we powerfully can help somebody else. Yeah. How cool that is. Yeah, it's amazing. And you exactly have found that on the mission field by just knowing Jesus, mm -hmm. being trained, if you will, d through YWAM, to really reach out and help these people. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and being a really young woman, you haven't got a whole heck of a lot of experience <laughs> under your belt. Right. Right. You haven't fallen in a lot of ditches. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But you've 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 gone forward and yeah. you've 
wanted to help other people. And that's the beauty of Jesus. We're going to take another break and then we'll finish up. Okay? okay. So you guys go get your tea fixed and warmed up and come right back and we'll close up the afternoon. Okay. And I don't know where my engineer is, but he should be coming soon and put on the, there we go. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. FLCC or Family Life Community Church is a great church where they love God, love people, and love life. FLCC is a family church where friends are family and family is first. Join them this Sunday at 9 a.m. or 1030 a.m. And remember, there's children's ministry from 0 to 6th grade. They're located at 1925 South 341st Place in Federal Way, Washington. Or fl-cc.com. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Have you experienced a lot of anti-aging claims with no results? Do you struggle with brain fog? Can't find your keys? Do you have low energy at times? I invite you to experience a revolutionary breakthrough anti-aging skin and brain technology with the one and only Brenda Lee, your go-to anti-aging professional. Please call her at 206-769-1700. Again, 206-769-1700. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's Well, here we are. <laughs> We're back again and... I'm sitting here with this beautiful young woman, Ashley Hernandez, uh, and we've been having a, a fun talk about her experience uh, with YWAM on the mission field, and then we we started speaking about the one conference mm -hmm. that we experienced. Four different churches of women got together this weekend, and it was just really a wouldn't you agree? Ashley? Oh yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, it was to come together. Yes, Friday night again. We had this wonderful talk by Dr. Lillian uh, Robertson, yes. and she brought home the fact that God never wanted us to be shame in yeah. shame. That mm -hmm. he he wants us to be unashamed. Yeah. And again, back to the Garden of Eden, he you know when Adam and Eve. They were cool with him. I mean, you know, good grief. It was, yeah. all, it was all cool. And there was no, yeah. shame, no shame until until they really um, ate of the tree of what? Good knowledge. And, yeah. Of good tree and of evil. Knowledge of good yeah. and evil. Right. And then all of a sudden they realized they were naked and they were and for the first shame came yep, to be. They were afraid they hid. Yes, they hid. And and that's exactly what we to this day do. When oh, yeah. We feel, when we feel ashamed about whatever, like, you know, Dr. Lillian had shared that, and we all have this stuff, you know, that she was ashamed of being poor as a kid growing up. She was ashamed of 
stuff she had done in college. I mean, hello, we all do stupid stuff, right? Right. And, but we we want to cover that stuff up, in just like the woman at the well did. She wanted to cover it up. She changed the subject. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Don't bring it up. <laughs> But the cool thing is, is that God knows it all anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and so we experienced something at the conference then the next day where we were called to use a very simple formula, which was awesome. Uh, I And I think I'm trying to remember exactly how it went, but it was I was before Jesus, then after Jesus, and so forth. But it was mm-hmm. basically helping us start to get our story down on paper. Yeah. And you could take any part of your life story depending on how old you are and which piece you wanted to put yeah, down. Yeah. But what was but how did you experience that, sweetie? Uh so well it's amazing cuz you're in small groups of 4 and each one of you just gets to write it down and share. And so it's such a beautiful thing to stop and start writing mm-hmm. your story and what God has done. You know, one, I think it brings a bit more healing for you to realize just the glory and redemptiveness that God has and to just start being able to think about what your story is and how to share it with people. You bet. Because our story is so important to share, especially yes. like you were talking, other people have fallen in ditches or getting out or mm-hmm. still there. They need to hear that someone's been there, someone's yes. been through it. Yes. And it reminded me of the verse, um, I don't know exactly where it is, but God's comforted us so we can comfort others you know where it is i can tell you exactly where second corinthians one and it's like three or four right yeah, in it's there. It's, f- yeah it's because that's one of my favorite scriptures mm-hmm. because you're right he comforts us so that we in turn can comfort someone else going through the same kind of stuff yeah, yeah. exactly and i love that scripture yeah, yeah. it's so good because it it's so good it's just your story and the comfort god has given you yes it's just there to share and to comfort yes. other people and that's what's so beautiful about relationships with people and just reaching out and sharing. Yes. Because um, there's power. Yes. And there's healing and there's hope. Absolutely. All yeah. of those things. I love that. <laughs> you are so wise for a 23-year-old. I love it. It's great. It's true because our stories do matter. And mm-hmm. on that same subject, we did this beautiful thing at the conference. But I am, uh, as a professional trainer of people and helping them get their stories down and so forth. I am doing a workshop uh, on October 7th. There is one coming up this Saturday and there are not a lot of registrations for that one. So we, you know, so you'd have to give me a call, check in before you Mm -hmm. decide to come. But uh, anyway, workshop October 7th for sure. And you can go to uh, voiceperformancecoach.com and just click on the coach's console, the products, and so forth. And you'll find you'll find the information to register for it. But at any rate, it, to me, it is one of the more important pieces to really help people. I give them a different kind of formula uh, in mind that can be used really. It's important in business. It's important in anything you do in life to have – to have your story where your expertise, where you are today, yeah. balanced with your humanity. Yeah. Those have to balance, and which then ultimately brings you to your passion for where you are today yeah. and where you're going. And so I kind of, I, well, no, kind of, I put that all together and then take people through a really very distinct process and have them get their stories down and share their stories. But rather than writing and reading from it, it's... I give it to you in a way that you don't have to, quote unquote, read it. You can, you literally 
stay in your heart, speak from your heart, but deliver it. Because yeah. the formula I give you is very visual and it's very easy. Hmm. Amazing. And it is. It really works phenomenally. And yeah. so anyway, do you know, check out the check out and come to the workshop. It's it's very, very affordable. It's probably the most affordable I've ever done. It's only forty nine dollars registration. And what I've offered people and you certainly I'm offering it to you is to bring a girlfriend for free. And if you girls need to, just split it. So it's twenty five bucks a piece. I mean that is a screaming deal, you know, because as a professional, yeah. my, my seminars or, or workshops are always much, much more than that. But I really want, it's a heart gift from me to, to my, my listeners. I really want, because yeah. I want to lift people into their, again, your story matters. I want you to get it together. Develop your story and your case for Christ. Yeah. Most of us really are, don't know quite how to do that. Yeah. But part of the deal is, you know, you, you get to a place of laying it down at Jesus' feet so mm-hmm. that, and you allow him to write the ending of your story. Yeah. You know, because yeah. all of us, we're in process as yeah. we talk. So we allow him to, to really write the story. It brings glory to God when you reveal and it then it does. can truly comfort other mm-hmm. people. It does. It can comfort other people. Yeah. And that is so cool. I know it is. And yeah. you can begin to see your calling and your purpose. Yes. And that's so important, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So on that subject, what do you think, my darling, your like what is your what do you think your your you got ahead of you? What what if if no there were no constraints in life, what would you do? No constraints. I would go into the mission field uh-huh. long term full time wow. I would go out and I'd serve uh, and that's actually what I plan to do <laughs> so that's awesome yeah that's I just awesome. feel so called into the mission field and I mean the world no matter where you are it's a mission you bet. but I feel called to foreign lands and so you know I just want to go out and restore communities and put hope in communities and so people have never heard the name of Jesus to yes. share the name yes. of Jesus and, and the truly love he give has. them, yeah, and truly yeah. give them hope, yeah, because he's where it's at. Yes. The the world loves to say no, 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 but you know what? He is the only truth, yeah. truly, yes, and and he is the only hope for this mm-hmm. world, yes, and it happens through human beings' hearts, yeah, and their service because action is part of. Loving the Lord, you then you really desire to do yes, this. You know? Yes, it's so true. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the yeah. Hebrew word ahava, which is for love. It means love, but it's not just a feeling or something you know. It's love put in action. Oh, yes, I love that. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Ahava, ahava, ahava. A H A V A. Yeah. So, but where's the accent? Ahava. Yes. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, and again, the beauty is that we are. We are, I mean, Jesus was Jewish, so guess what? We who love him and are, are grafted in, mm-hmm. we have an appreciation and a deep love for, for that Jewish heritage, that mm-hmm. Jewish foundation. Yes. Because we're all part of it. Yes. It's, it's wonderful. It's it, really, really good. So, gosh, well, what are some final words we want to share, Ashley? Oh, what do you final think? Final words. Yes, to encourage our listeners. <sighs> I'd say... No matter where you at, whether you have an understanding of your story or you don't have an understanding or you need clarity, just go before the Lord yeah. and lay it out there. Open it. He knows, you know. Yeah. He knows every part of you. 
everything you've been through, everything you're going to go through. Yes. So, you know, just an encouragement is just go before him and lay it out there and seek him for understanding and and what your story is. Yeah. And just seek out to how you can share it and get it down. That's why um, mm-hmm. what you have is so special to, like, empower people to just understand their story and go from there. And so, you know, an encouraging word it is just seek out God yes and to seek out understanding and your story and your purpose see the yes the scripture says seek ye first the kingdom of mm-hmm. God and yes. all everything else will be added yes and it's so true as, it as we truly you know it and the more I <laughs> the longer I live on this planet <laughs> the more I really know that yeah you get a deep knowing uh, of that truth so yeah well, Ashley, it has been an absolute joy to have you back in the oh. studio. I just <laughs> really you. appreciate you, my darling. Yes. And I encourage you and I cheer you on because, uh-huh. again, you are a beautiful woman. And the thing is, is that the love of Jesus shines mm-hmm. out of you. That's something I want, I want you. all young women to know is that when you give your, your life to the Lord, it does. It just permeates and it radiates. So until... Until next Sunday at 2 o'clock, you have a fabulous day, rest of your day, and I will see you next Tuesday or next Sunday at 2 o'clock. Bye-bye for now.